Hi guys, uh, Dan from the Just Boxing uh, podcast, uh, fourth, fourth episode. Um, sorry we haven't been around for a while. Uh, we haven't been able to um, devote time to the podcast. Um, we've had other things uh, in the pipeline and been uh, developing other stuff. Um, one thing I will ask guys, um, we are um, changing over names. Uh, we're going from Just Boxing to Touch Gloves. Uh, boxing. Uh, our Facebook page um, uh, will be changing to Touch Gloves. So uh, if you can all um, keep an eye out for that, uh, give it a like, share, um, get the name out there. Um, because we are trying to, you know, trying to build big. Um, you know, we we we've um, Touch Gloves Boxing. Um, I think we are going to keep the name Just Boxing for the podcast alone. Um, I think it's a decent idea, um, but we're also um, planning um, to maybe branch out a little bit with the podcast too, and maybe uh, have other kinds of stuff involved in the podcast, uh, other subjects, you know. Um, so anyway, um, I'm going to start off with the um, the biggest fight um, of that weekend, um, which was Manny Pacquiao um, versus Keith Thurman. Um, uh, first of all, um, uh, keeping an eye on social media, um, which we obviously do um, a lot of. Um, for me, uh, Manny Pacquiao was the um, was the underdog really going into this fight, uh, and a lot of people thought that uh, Keith Thurman would be too big, too strong, too fast. Um, uh, and Manny would be too old to kind of put up a fight. Uh, well, I say put up a fight, but he'd just be too old, and that Keith Thurman would stop him. That was the kind of um, the kind of you know uh, narrative I got back. Um, Manny proved everybody wrong, including myself. Um, personally, I picked Thurman to win that fight, um, but I always had this feeling that Manny has got these performances, um, you know. Every now and again, he pulls these performances off. Um, so I always thought that Manny could possibly, you know, pull a performance out of somewhere. Um, for me, um, there's now an argument um, that Manny's legacy um, is better than Floyd's. Um, after that win the weekend, um, it also makes Floyd's win over Manny look better. Now, um, to be honest with you, um, I thought Floyd won that fight. I know there's a lot of people out there that dispute it and think Manny won or think it was a draw. Um, it was closer than people made it out to be. People made it out to be this, you know, total schooling, uh, one-sided fight, and it just wasn't that. Um, the computer box numbers was absolute horseshit. Um, money landed a lot more than than you know people like like to make out, uh, and people like to make out like Floyd, you know, beating with one hand tied behind his back, and that just wasn't the case. Um, and I know Manny claims this injury, but I'm not sure that I'm not really sure I, I kind of buy that kind of stuff. Um, uh, although Manny did have an operation afterwards, what I will touch on is. Uh, what I have read after Manny's victory over Keith is that Manny's juiced. Manny's juicing again. Manny's on the juice again. Um, they didn't have VADA testing because uh, Manny was back on the juice. Bollocks. 
I'm sorry, but it's absolute nonsense. Um, let me explain a couple of things. Um, is Manny juicing? I don't know. I really don't know. Could he be? Could he possibly be juicing? Without a doubt. Could Floyd, could Floyd have juiced? Without a doubt. Could any fighter have juiced? Without any shadow of a doubt. Let's remember Floyd got caught using illegal IVs and never even declared it until weeks after the fight. Um, and that got swept all under the carpet. So, you know, uh, and there's only there's only a couple of things um, that um, really IVs are used for. One is for rehydration. Well, let's get it right. Floyd's never really weighed more than 151, 152. Um, so you're telling me he had to rehydrate five pounds. I mean, come on, let's let's be serious. The other one is for flushing um, PEDs out of the system. Now, Manny's had this thing uh, following, um, you know, ever since, well, as long as I can remember, that uh, he's had this accusation that Manny's juicing, you know. Um, in my opinion, is he juicing? I don't want to say, I don't like to say, um, but I, I can't sit here and turn around and say, yes, Manny's juicing, because... He's had, you know, and I'm not saying tests can't be, you know, can't be um, full because they 100% can. It's not even debatable. They definitely, definitely can. Um, without any shadow of a doubt, they can 100% be fooled. Um, but could, you know, has Manny ever popped? No, he hasn't. He really hasn't popped. Manny, at no point um, has he ever popped dirty. Um, so... To, to sit here and say, man, he's definitely juicing, he's wrong. But then there's the accusation, yes, but hang on a minute. Um, Manny has come from 105 and he's now a welterweight and he was carried his power up and he was knocking out welterweights. Mm, yeah, I suppose there is that argument. But let's 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 look at Manny's career. Um, Manny started boxing, what, 15, 15, 16 years of age as a skinny little dude. I mean, you know, a skinny little kid. Now... As people get older, they naturally put weight on anyway. They naturally tend to um, be fat. Now, for me, uh, when you look at Manny's early career, he moved through the weight classes quite slowly. Well, I say quite slowly. He moved through them gradually. And as he get out, got older and put a little bit more weight on, a little bit more weight on, he kind of grew into each weight division. Um, now, when he fought Oscar De La Hoya, he kind of jumped two weight classes to fight. Uh, well, way. Now, I remember that fight clearly, um, like it was yesterday, um, because not many people gave Manny a chance. The, you know, p most people said, you know, a good big one always beats a good little one. Um, so most people thought that Oscar would beat Manny. Um, I was one of, I was one of the guys that didn't. I thought Manny would beat Oscar De La Hoya, um, just for the fact when I saw when I seen him on the white on the scales, he looked like a skeleton, um, and, and that made me think, think straight away. Um, but the way, it, it wasn't just, you know, it was the way Manny took him apart. Um, he systematically beat, you know, beat the brakes off him kind of thing. Um, but again, Oscar was weight-drained. Um, so that could have 100% had something to do with um, Oscar's performance. So, you know, it wasn't just, you know, 
Manny being this monster all of a sudden. Um, he, he he was fighting a guy that was way drained. Now, um, knockouts didn't always come for Manny. Um, you know, Josh Clotty, um, Mosley, although he dropped Mosley. Um, uh, so so he, he wasn't, you know, this systematic beast that always knocked people out. But... At at, weight, at certain weight classes, he tended to. Um, I mean, when he got in with Cotto, um, if I remember rightly, Cotto was uh, a catch weight, but only one forty five. See, for me, Manny's best weight was always around one forty. I think one forty seven. He was slightly small because um, he, he he's quite a small dude. I think he's only about five five. Um, he's not very tall. Um, so for me, you know, um, one forty was kind of his weight division, kind of his size for me. Um, I remember when he fought Ricky Atten, um, and I, I wanted Ricky so badly to do well in that fight, but I knew that he wouldn't, I knew, I told everybody that, um, you know, Manny would beat Ricky up, um, and he did, he, he did exactly what, what I thought he would, um, so yeah, he did exactly what I expected him to do, so for me though, that, that was, that was, you know, Round about Manny, Manny's best weight class. And remember, Ricky had never been stopped at 140 either. Um, and Manny, you know, wiped him out. You know, wiped him out cold. Um, so, going on from there, um, the, the accusation of juice. Remember this. You can, you, can st- you can stand accusing a fighter of juicing all you like. But until they actually pop positive, you cannot write off the legacy and, and put it down to juice. It's just not fair. It's like me turning around and saying, um, you know, Sam Langford was a juice head. Uh, his old legacy is down to that. Listen, juice doesn't give you skills either. Let's remember that. He might give you, you know, other stuff, but it doesn't get it. Do, in no way gives you um, skills. So, um, what a performance um, against Thurman. It was, you know, an excellent performance. Um, and I, I don't even think it was a split decision personally. I think it should have been a unanimous decision. I think Manny won clearly. Uh, I don't even think it was, you know, uh, really a close fight. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought Manny turned back the years. Um, one other thing that, that kind of stood out for me was that um, Floyd was ringside um, uh, watching the fight and since the, the fight. Um, Floyd has kind of been um, uh, posting stuff on Instagram and on Facebook about Manny. Manny's responded in saying, let's get the rematch on. Um, It kind of makes me feel that, um, you know, are they trying to build for a rematch? Now, for me, um, a rematch would be a real bad idea for Floyd. I really do believe it's a bad idea for Floyd. And I'll tell you exactly why. Um, before Floyd retired, um, he already looked like he was starting to slip. Um, against Maidana, he looked poor. Um, he, his feet were slow. Um, he liked... I mean, one of, one of the things he tried to do was counter off the ropes and it just didn't work in that first fight. In the second fight, he tried not to let his back touch the ropes uh, and fought Maidana that way. And yeah, beat him easily the second time, easier the second time, but at the same time, it was still a tough fight for him. Um, and 
you know, Floyd of a few years before would have scored Maidana and would have made that fight much, much easier, um, without a doubt. Um, so for me, he was Floyd was already starting to slip in. He was already starting to slip. Um, and let's be honest, I know we say, you know, Floyd uh, waited on Manny, which he did. There's no two ways about it. A lot of people like to say, oh, it was te- Manny didn't want to test. Manny agreed to testing in 2010. Um, it's a fact. There's no two ways about it. Manny agreed to testing. Um, uh, Floyd made some stupid offers. Uh, I think one of the offers was forty million for you know a five hundred million dollar fight. Um, I'm sorry, but you know those those are for me are you know they're not they're not offers. They're they're just designed at you know um, making it look like the other fighter is refusing the fight when in reality you know you're offering them a throwaway offer. Um, so. I suppose there is blame attached to both sides, but more so Floyd, in terms of Floyd, when Floyd was ready to make that fight, he made that fight, and there's no two ways about it, do I want to see a rematch, um, not really, but I'd watch it, without a doubt, I'd watch it definitely, um, because um, Floyd being off the last few years, let's let's be honest now, Floyd hasn't been in with a real boxer, for, for what, four years now, um, and against Berto, Berto was, yeah, he wasn't the greatest opponent. So, that being said, Floyd hasn't been in with a real boxer for four years. Um, since then, he's allowed himself to slip a little, um, as in terms of keeping fit. Um, because against McGregor, he looked, he didn't look in perfect shape like he usually does. Um, he'd, he looked slow a little bit as well. Um and then when he came in the ring against, I forget the dude's name, um, the little Chinese kickboxer, um, you know, Floyd came in with a bloody beer belly for God's sake. Um, and, you know, Floyd, let's, let's, let's have it right. Floyd's been living the nice life. Now, for Floyd, um, at 43 years of age, to now turn all that around, that party and all the rest of it that he's been doing, to try and get fit again, and I mean you know, elite level athlete fit is is a big, big ask. Um and it kind of it kind of for me um puts the the emphasis in Matt you know, the 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 favouritism for Manny to win that fight. So I don't know whether Floyd would risk his perfect record to come back after this many years. But Floyd likes his money, um and that fight generates money. No matter what. Um Having watched Manny against Thurman, um, I'm fully convinced that he, he should he should stay stay the hell away from Spence um, and probably stay away from Crawford. Although I think Spence Crawford, I think Spence is the the, the meaner dog out of the two guys. Um, and I'm not saying Crawford doesn't have any dog in him because he 100 percent does. Um, but I think um, I think Spence has shown that when he needs to box, he can box. Um, I mean, he, he against Mikey Garcia, barely got out of first gear, um, and he controlled him and boxed his head off. Now, people are saying, "Oh, but he didn't stop. He didn't stop Garcia because Garcia didn't want him to be stopped. All Garcia wanted to do was survive. He literally didn't win a round. He literally, you know, curled up in a shell and did everything he could not to get stopped. Now, when you've got a fighter that won't engage." Um, ask anybody who's been in the ring, or uh, ask anyone that's been in the ring um, when a fighter won't engage. It makes it so much tougher. Um, it really does. Um, so, 
I don't take that much away from Flo uh, Spence not stopping him there. Um, so for me, Spence is the meaner of the two, and I'd keep Manny well away from that fight, um, and probably the Crawford fight too. Um, but I kind of, I, I kind of see this Floyd fight building a little bit. Um, for me, unless that Floyd fight does happen, I think Manny's legacy can it get any better. Um, probably not. The only way it could get better is if he did go and fight Crawford and beat Crawford, or he went and fought Spence and beat Spence. But I just can't see that happening. Um, I can't see Manny being able to do that. Um, but for me now, in an all-time great list, Manny goes one place above Floyd um, after this win. Now, I'm going to get a lot of people, especially Floyd fans, that are going to, ah, no way, you know, Floyd beat Manny. Listen, one fight does not define the legacy. So one loss against Floyd does not define Manny's legacy. Now, Manny's resume as a whole is better than Floyd's. That's not even debatable. He has a better resume than Floyd overall. Floyd, yeah, he's undefeated. But Floyd tended to stay away from big risks. Especially when Floyd became money. When he became money Mayweather, he didn't want to lose, um, you know, that, that undefeated zero. Um, and he protected it a little bit. Um, Floyd's resume could have been so, so much better than it is. Um... But for me, Manny, he's just he's just got that slight better legacy now. Um, so I'd put Manny above Floyd uh, in an all-time great list. Um, and for me, Manny is probably the best of the best of our generation, as in terms of what he's done and what he's accomplished. Um, is he a better fighter than Floyd? Based on the fight there, probably not. Um, but but again, you can only take so much from that fight because neither guy were at their best. Now, if both guys were the best and Floyd would have won that fight, then you could have said Floyd is by far the superior fighter. But not when both guys are past the best. Um, but that's kind of that's kind of it now. I don't want to be going round and round in circles and over the same subject. Um, I've kind of, you know, put what we think of Manny now to bed and the performance that he did, um, that he that, that he. Um, Accomplished against uh, Keith Thurman. Um, one of the fights that I do want to slightly quickly talk about before um, the podcast ends is uh, Spence Porter, which has been made. Um, for me, Spence will be way too much for Porter. Um, and I think it'll probably be a points win for Spence or maybe even a late stoppage. If Spence kind of puts his foot down in the latter rounds, I think he'll stop Porter because Porter will 100% come to attack. Um, uh, and Porter leaves his chin there to be hit. So, let's let's. I'll probably say points or or late stoppage for Spence. Um, yeah. So so that that's a, a cracking fight. Um, just before I wrap up, I would like to um from all of us at Touch Gloves, I'd like to send our condolences. Um, all our thoughts and prayers are with Barry McGuigan and the McGuigan family. Um, right now, um. I don't know whether people know, but his daughter Danica, um, she had a short battle with cancer, um, and she she passed away. And 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 I just like to say to Barry McGuigan, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you, and they're with you and your family. Um, 
you know, you couldn't get a worse, you know, a worse thing to happen. Um, and it, it's sad for the whole boxing community um, that a great fighter like, you know, Barry McGuigan um, and his daughter's passed away. So, Barry, our thoughts and prayers are with you, mate. Um, and that's where I'm going to call a day on this week's podcast. Um, for the guys, um, uh, all the, everyone that has tuned in and listened, thank you. Um, but if you could give the podcast a share, um, it will be a longer podcast. Um, this is just a kind of a short filling. Um, I will be bringing guests on and I will be bringing people on. Um, we will be having bigger discussions and better discussions. Um, and we won't be just doing boxing either. We might even, you know, kind of uh, uh, spread out into other subjects too. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, like I say, if you can like, share, and get it all out there for us, it'd be really great. Thank you, Dan from, from Touch Gloves Boxing um, and Just Boxing. Out.